0: You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Mulder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. So this morning I want to minister about the most precious commodity that there is. And that is the blood of Jesus. You have to remember that Jesus Christ still today stands trial. For people to accept Him. Or to reject Him. When you say nothing, silence is a form of consent. Remember when they shouted, crucify Him, crucify Him. There were many who didn't say a thing. Me and you in the crowd. But by saying nothing, you were agreeing that Christ should be crucified. So Christ is still today on trial And we make decisions in our hearts daily to accept Him or to reject Him. Every day in the marketplace, you make decisions to include Christ or not to include Christ. Remember, when Jesus was on trial, they offered a solution. Barabbas was there, a murderer, a thief, a killer. A destroyer and that's what he represented and jesus was here the lamb of god righteous holy representing everything good and when the people were asked the question who should be released into your midst the people shouted barabbas they said release killing stealing destroying into our lives and even those that kept quiet that did not choose Jesus being silent they gave consent that killing stealing and destroying can be released into their lives what are the decisions that you are making every day turn with me in your Bibles to Hebrews 10 verse 19 every day people choose to be true to jesus or they choose to be false to jesus every day as a pastor you have to choose to be true to jesus or to be false to jesus every day as a husband as a wife you make decisions to be true to jesus or to be false to jesus all of us want more of god in our lives But the only way to get more of the Holy Spirit into our lives, the Bible says, is by being obedient to God. When God abides in us and we abide in God, it's then when we can ask him anything. Hebrews 10 verse 19. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. There's only one way to enter into the holy of holies the holiest and that's by the blood of jesus if you don't acknowledge the blood of jesus you cannot enter into the holiest this is what it's cost jesus christ his life for us to be able to enter into the holy of holies the biggest decision that you will make in your life, what would you do to Jesus Christ? Greatest decision. Will I allow Jesus Christ in my life? When you make that decision, you allow all the goodness of Christ to come into your life. That doesn't mean everything immediately around you is sorted out. It just means you are walking with somebody now that can sort all of those things out for you. Did you hear what I said? Because many times people think as soon as I accept Jesus, my problems will be solved. Your sins are forgiven, and your problem of going to hell is solved. Because you're linked up now with the Savior. But now you still have to walk with Christ every day. Amen. That's why the disciples said, What should we pray? He says, now that you've become my ambassadors here on earth, I want you to manifest heaven here on earth. But because you are washed with the blood of Jesus, you'll have access into the holy of holies. So when you pray, say, let my kingdom come, let my will be done. As it is in heaven, let it be here on earth. This is the commandment that God has given us. But without Jesus dying on the cross, it would be impossible for us. John 10.10, we know it very well. The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus came to give us life in abundance. Superior in quality and superabundant in quantity. The devil kills, steals, and destroys. But Jesus, through the blood, brings blessings into our lives. the help that you need you need to enter the holiest so that you can obtain mercy and help in God's presence why is it that on a Sunday when you've worshipped with believers it feels like everything is going to be okay why? because you've entered into the holy of holies and in the holy of holies you obtain mercy you obtain help many believers even though they are worshiping God they don't realize what the blood has done for them Colossians 1 verse 19 I'm reading from the passion translation for God is satisfied to have all his fullness dwelling in Christ And by the blood of his cross everything in heaven and earth is brought back together back to its original intent restored to innocence again a person that's a criminal without a conscience the blood has the power to restore that person back to innocence that's the power of the blood the new king james version says For it pleased the father that in him all the fullness should dwell and by him to reconcile all things to himself by him whether things on earth or things in heaven having made peace through the blood of his cross family you know what this scripture teaches us for you to be happy you only need one thing jesus the blood of jesus is the greatest commodity because that blood allows us to be in a relationship with god the father it is your union with christ that allows you to have communion with the father that's why jesus says take this is my body that was broken for you this is my blood that was shed for you when when jesus met with abraham Melchizedek, when he met with jesus what was the first thing that he brought out bread and wine why because he explained the gospel to him He explained to him that my son was going to die and his body was going to be broken. And when he has died, he will be raised again from the dead. And through that resurrection, new life will come to all Gentiles. Because when God asked him, To sacrifice his own son, to test him, to see if he really loves him. Roman teaches us that he counted God faithful, believed that he is able to raise his son from the dead. He understood the message, and he walked in that covenant of grace that covenant of grace that is established through the blood of jesus doesn't mean that you and me that we're perfect it just means that god's blood is speaking for us and that we are in a better covenant go look at abraham he made a lot of mistakes a lot of mistakes do you want me to name some of them he lied he lied about his wife and what did god do that god say thou shalt not lie i'm not with you abraham anymore did he say that no he warned the king and he said to the king he says listen here this is my prophet and i'm in covenant with him you touch his wife and you're gonna die a matter of fact, the reason why you've brought his wife close to you is the reason why everybody that's connected to you are not having children. You better go to him and ask him to pray for you. Because I'm in covenant with him. Not a covenant based on what he's doing, but what my son will do in the future. Being righteous does not mean I'm not going to make a mistake being righteous means i'm looking to jesus to the blood and i'm saying when i've made a mistake lord help me not to make another mistake not just to be positionally in christ in righteousness but as i start walking experientially i'm experiencing righteousness because i continue to plant those kinds of seeds it was when abraham believed this that it was accounted to him as righteousness through the blood of jesus we are made righteous this is what makes us different as a christian is not just to confess it with your mouth that you are saved but to believe with your heart unto righteousness this is what the blood of jesus has done for us It doesn't mean you're never gonna make a mistake. It means when you make a mistake, you immediately turn to Jesus and you say, Lord, help me. When you've been praying for weeks or for months, or even for years, or decades, and you've not seen your prayer yield the desired result. It's in that moment. Don't look to yourself. Look to Jesus where the price was paid. Do you hear what I'm saying? That's why you can never look at yourself after prayer and say, I wonder if God heard me. If you don't see a, a change immediately, because it's not based on what you see immediately, but it's based upon, jesus christ has done on the cross turn to the person next to you and say look to the cross cross. why can we say this because the bible says god reconciled everything that's here on earth you and me back to him think about a relationship where people have not seen each other Have you seen some of these videos where the people have not seen each other for 20 30 years in korea south and north korea and then they meet up have you seen those videos once they are reconciled they can now communicate again and the other party can hear what the other party is saying this is what god has done he has reconciled us back to him through jesus christ do you believe that God the Father hears every prayer that Jesus prayed. Let me see your hand. So that means when you are in Christ Jesus, God the Father hears every prayer that you are praying. Why? Why? Because God is faithful to his own word. Because when you are in Christ Jesus, you are in righteousness did you hear what I said when you are in Christ Jesus you are in righteousness and what does the Bible says the Bible says the Lord's eyes are upon the righteous to hear their praise righteousness is not for those who confess it with their mouths but for those who believe it with their hearts so when you are praying the first thing you have to do is make sure that you are fully persuaded and that you believe with all your heart that christ has made you righteous and if you are not persuaded it's very simple just confess the thing that you think is separating you and God because 1 John 1 9 says when we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our unrighteousness all sin is unrighteousness but Christ has dealt with all sin foolish people run away from God when they sin wise people run to god when they sin because they know christ has paid the price in full that doesn't mean you do the same thing 10 times a day or 100 times a day and say jesus forgive me jesus no 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 it's not jesus jesus help me to not do it again many of us have been doing wrong things for so long that it's a habit in your mind you think this is the way that you do it maybe it was even a convinced christian that taught you that thing hmm? that's what the bible says you have to renew your mind so that the blood of christ can speak for us this is the supreme sacrifice that was made amen turn with me in your bibles to Revelation 5 verse 12. So the suffering on the cross gives us full assurance full assurance the question is do you believe it revelations 5 verse 12 and as i watched all of them were singing with thunderous voices worthy is christ the lamb who was slaughtered to receive great power and might wealth and wisdom and honor glory and praise when you look at that you should ask the question who is worthy of your affection who is worthy of your praise who is worthy of your faith who is worthy of your loyalty who is even worthy of the time that you give the money that you give the gifts that god has given you and the answer is jesus christ Because he's made a way for us. He's made a way for us. The blood of Jesus speaks for us of mercy, of forgiveness. We should never treat it as something that's common. When Christ died on the cross, he dealt with everything once and for all. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Turn with me to Isaiah 53. Every blessing that you want, every blessing that you want, it's the blood of Jesus that makes it possible. The biggest mistake that we make is we look at ourselves and the mistakes we make. Who of you? have sinned this week raise your hand who have you got offended this week raise your hand who have you got upset this week who have you did something that you wish you could just erase this week (laughs) so we're talking to the church amen (laughs) turn to the person next you say nobody's perfect that's why we need a perfect god in our lives to help us otherwise we're never gonna make it most people because of all these mistakes and failures they feel condemned and they believe i don't deserve it you're right you don't deserve it i don't deserve it a matter of fact me and you we deserve to go to hell so whenever you find yourself in a situation where you think things are unfair Or people are treating you in a bad way never say i don't deserve this we deserve much more we deserve much more because we've all sinned but christ came to deal with all of that amen so that we don't have to live under guilt and condemnation Before I do that, let me read this. One of my favorite scriptures. Psalm 85 is 10. Just go there. Your mercy and your truth have married each other. Remember when I spoke before the time when I had the guys here in the front? Your mercy and your truth have married each other your righteousness and peace have kissed it means they've become intimate mercy and truth have married each other it means the truth about me and you that we are sinners mercy is covering us now david in psalm 25 what did he pray he says lord Do not deal with me according to the sins of my youth, but deal with me according to your mercy. Now, if God would just show mercy, even though we've messed up and we have sinned, wouldn't that be unfair? Wouldn't that be unfair? And God is not an unfair God he's a just God that's why the blood of Jesus that speaks for us that removes our sin allows God to still be just and fair and to allow truth and mercy to be married what marries the truth about us and mercy is the blood of Jesus How is it that righteousness and peace? Because if righteousness had to come into our lives without the blood removing our sins, we would not have peace, but we will have judgment and condemnation. Can you see the importance of the blood? The blood removes all of that. Romans 3 verse 26, and when the season of tolerance came to an end, There was only one possible way for God to give away his righteousness and still be true to both his justice and his mercy. To offer up his own son. So now because we stand on the faithfulness of Jesus, God declares us righteous in his eyes. So when we sing the song, Oh the blood of Jesus, Think about what God has done. It's his blood that allows us to be one with him. Our union with Christ allows us to have communion with God the Father. Go to Isaiah 53. Here's what he says. He says, Isaiah 53 verse 1. Who has believed our report so when you get a report you have to believe the report or you can reject the report the bible says here who has believed our report and to whom has the arm of the lord been revealed for he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground he has no form or comeliness and when we see him there's no beauty that we should desire him he is despised and rejected by men a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief For all answered prayer. Turn to the person next to you and say, believe in the blood of Jesus. Jesus. This blood becomes the very foundation now for answered prayer. So if you want a prayer to be answered, look to Jesus. Look to the cross where the price was paid in full. Jesus did two things through the blood number one he became our mediator to appear before God the father on our behalf because God the father is holy so he became our mediator of a better covenant better promises number two he dealt with our sin once and for all legally putting us in a place to be able to meet with God face to face legally he has dealt with sin because he became our sin took the whole world's sin upon him he died in our place on the cross and went to hell clothed with all of mankind's sin upon him he had to die physically and spiritually and he was in hell with all the devils and satan himself judging him bringing punishment upon him accusing him for three days the bible teaches us he was in hell clothed with our sin but he had never sinned he had never sinned but all of us have sinned, but we've never found a solution. So when he was there for three days, God the Father said, It is enough. My son is innocent. He took all of mankind's sin upon him and he became sin. Holy Spirit, go and get my son, raise him from the dead justify him sanctify him and make him righteous again remove sin completely from his life now remember when Jesus was on the cross he said my father my father why have you forsaken me why did he say that because he was clothed with sin and the father could not look upon him and separation Was brought between Jesus the Son of God and God the Father because of your sin and my sin so now when he was in hell clothed with the sin the Holy Spirit went into hell sanctified him cleansed him and removed all of that sin absorbed the curse absorbed killing stealing and destroying and he raised him from the dead and when he raised him from the dead says i have to go to my father now to present this blood offering this blood that have sanctified all of mankind because i was the christ who died I have to go there because I will be their mediator and their high priest in heaven, that this blood will also speak for them in heaven. Remember, when Mary wanted to come to him, when she recognized him, she wanted to touch him and give him a hug. But before she could hug him, he says, don't touch me. He says, don't touch me. Why? Because you are unholy and I'm holy I have been sanctified I have to go present this blood to my father so that you can also be made holy don't touch me I still have got an assignment where I have to go that blood will continue to speak for you but if you contaminate it now let me read it to you John 20 just go there quickly John 20 verse 17 By this sacrifice, Jesus put sin away and he sanctified us. John twenty verse seventeen, Jesus said to her, Don't touch me, for I haven't yet ascended to my father. But go to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. He says, No longer will there be separation between God and you. You'll be able to call him Father, like I call him Father. He will be your God like he's my God because of my blood that speaks for you now he says in Matthew I'm giving you this instruction love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul with all your strength with your whole being every part of you can love God now because you've been sanctified body soul and spirit don't keep anything back now when you love God and he says equal to this now that you can love God in the right way you can love your brothers your neighbor as yourself and this is what the blood of Jesus does it sanctifies us and places us in a position to be in a relationship with God the Father again when you in a relationship with God the Father you have peace peace jesus is not just the one he's the justifier and the one who makes you just just as if you have never sinned that is your spirit part that is linked up with god now you start to draw from your spirit your spirit is your heart when you allow the word of god to dominate your heart Guess what? The word of God sanctifies you. Jesus said in John chapter 15, You are already sanctified. You are already clean because of the word that I've spoken. Family, this is the power of the blood. Don't let anything condemn you anymore. But let the blood of Jesus speak for you every day meditate upon the mighty name of jesus the blood of jesus the mighty name of jesus the blood of jesus when you meditate upon that it will become a revelation to you that god has sanctified you that god has cleansed you i'm closing by just reading 1 timothy 2 verse 5 says for there is one god and one mediator between god and men the man Christ Jesus Colossians 1 verse 21 says and you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works yet now he has reconciled in the body of the flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above a reproach in his sight God has dealt with sin he is our friend he is not angry with mankind all the wrath of God was poured out on jesus christ when he became your sin and my sin the blood of jesus deals with our sin and brings us back in a relationship with god now that you know the blood of jesus is here the bible says hebrews 10:19. it's by the blood of jesus not just as your sins are forgiven but you can enter now into the holiest and be in god's presence when you in god's presence it means the holy spirit is here with you now you can walk with god you can talk with god you can plan with god this is what god had designed from the beginning so that you can live a victorious life it is the blood of jesus that has established that relationship for us